0: Now, it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Now, if you're listening in Tampa, Florida, and you just turned on your radio, you're going, whoa, 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 wait, wait, time out. This is supposed to be the Bill Bunkley Show. Well, it is. Well, the next thing you would say, well, that voice is not Bill Bunkley. No, no, it's not. Uh, My name is Bob Burney, and I am guest hosting for Bill Bunkley today. But I am also hosting my own program in Columbus, Ohio. So we're simulcasting, and the plan is to do this again tomorrow. So uh, we'll have the opportunity to chat again tomorrow as Bill Bunkley is away from the microphone for some well-deserved vacation. So I'm always honored to uh, fill in for my dear friend, and I mean that, dear, dear friend. I love this man. Uh, Bill, and this is not exaggeration, all right? It's not hyperbole. Uh, Bill and I almost died together on a Bible League trip in the country of Ecuador. You say, Ecuador? I thought Ecuador was pretty safe. Well, anyway, Uh, you kind of develop a a special bond, and Bill and I have. He's a dear friend and a brother in Christ, and uh, it is my privilege to uh, fill in for him. So we have two cities, uh, Columbus, Ohio, Tampa, Florida— But we have one phone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. If you've been listening the last few days, then you probably learned that I am a native Californian. I've been gone for many years. I've been here in Ohio for 40, I believe 47 years, I think it is. Uh, So I've been in Ohio much longer than I was in California, but it's my home state. That's where I was born. I was raised, and I had a deep, deep love for California. I went to school in South Carolina. That's where I met my Ohio wife. So I'm very grateful that this California boy went to South Carolina and met and married the most incredible woman on planet Earth. Uh, From the state of Ohio. The, The only reason I bring that up, when I was at Bob Jones University in Greenville, South Carolina, when other students say, hey, where are you from? I'm from California. Almost without exception. Now, this was 66 to 70. Okay? Long time ago. Almost without exception. When I would say, I'm from California. The fellow students, the kids would go, oh, California, wow, you're really from California? Uh Uh-huh, yep, yep, I am. Wow, that must be wonderful to be from California. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. Love it. Love my state. Yeah. And you know, back then, it was incredible. What a wonderful place California was. Uh, Not anymore. California has become the, uh, well, the armpit of America, sadly, because of what the liberal progressive left has done to my beloved state. And uh, that's why, as I reported yesterday, California is projected to lose seats in the House of Representatives. The representation in the House of Representatives is determined by population. The state of California is hemorrhaging people, just hemorrhaging. So the story that I have in front of me is extremely unusual. Listen to this headline. California Democrat district attorney sues the city of Sacramento over, quote, years of third world homeless conditions. It's like living in Groundhog Day. This is the district attorney, Democratic district attorney in California is suing the city of Sacramento because of the out-of-control homeless issue, and he's putting the blame solidly at the feet of, of the Democratic leaders of the capital of California. Uh, Let me me read a little bit of the story to you. A Democratic district attorney in California is suing the Democrat-led city of Sacramento for allowing homeless conditions to devolve into squalor akin to a third world country. At a press conference Tuesday of this week, Sacramento County District Attorney Theon Ho announced that his office had filed a civil lawsuit alleging that the city of Sacramento violated California's civic code, specifically that the city of Sacramento allowed, created, and enabled a public safety crisis regarding our unhoused. Again, quoting, In the last seven years, Sacramento's unhoused population has exploded by over 250% in seven years. He goes on, there are more homeless people in Sacramento than San Francisco. Our community is at a breaking point. We have an unhoused population living in conditions typical of third world countries. And we have the rest of the community stuck Between compassion and chaos. Yeah, if you listen to my program at all, you will hear me talking about misplaced compassion and unintended consequences. And those unintended consequences of the misplaced compassion is almost always chaos. He wasn't finished. He said, how did we get here? We are stuck in this never-ending Groundhog's Day loop where nothing gets better and nothing improves. Enough is enough. Part of the lawsuit? Daily incidents include physical and verbal assault, public sex acts, open fires, nudity, urinating and defecating on walkways, all of which threaten the safety of jurors, victims, and witnesses during ongoing trials. He's talking about immediately around the county courthouse. Yeah, around the courthouse. Physical, verbal assault, public sex acts, open fires, nudity, urinating and defecating on walkways, uh, which threatens the safety of jurors, victims, witnesses during ongoing trials as homeless people engage in erratic and violent behavior. Now, the mayor of San Francisco has responded. Yeah. Listen to this. In response, Mayor Daryl Steinberg assured he was working with the city manager to open up the Miller Park Safe Camping Site. This is his response. Not deal with the mental illness. Not deal with the crime. Not deal with the root of the problem. He's going to open up another homeless camp. This is his answer. (sighs) The uh, district attorney said they sent out a response. Or pardon me, a survey in July. They received 3,000 responses. All of them negative about the condition of the homeless situation in Sacramento. And then it goes on, and it is bad, 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 bad. Says Sacramento Police Department is not issuing citations for unlawful camping, storage, violence, etc., etc., etc. There is no enforcement of the law because the liberal left says that's not compassionate misplaced compassion, unintended consequences. No, the compassionate thing is not to allow them to continue to be drug addicts, to be mentally ill without treatment. No, that's not compassion. Uh, This is going to be a fascinating lawsuit to follow. A Democratic district attorney suing a Democratic city.
0: Talk radio that makes a difference makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: Well, I uh, hope I am always willing to admit a mistake. I try very, very hard, I'm very diligent in trying to pass on only truth and facts to you. Uh, That's why I constantly tell my listeners, and I mean constantly, they probably get sick and tired of me saying it, don't believe anything I say, and I mean anything, just because I say it. Check it out for yourself. Don't ever ever depend on, well, Bob Burney said, well, again, I would never intentionally mislead I give false information, but hey, I'm a human. I can fail. Uh, so I, I constantly say, don't believe it because I say it. And that's why every day, just about every story that we deal with, my engineer, Jeff, across the glass, posts immediately on my Facebook page, uh, Bob Bernie Live, B U R N E Y, Bob Bernie Live, Facebook, or on Twitter. My handle is at Bob Bernie Live. You can like it and follow. Uh, and immediately, you hear me say something on the air. You can immediately go online and access the story from which I derive the information. Now, with all that said, every once in a while, I have to go on the air and say, "You know what, folks? I'm sorry, but I uh, I was wrong. Didn't mean to be." And that is the case right now. Earlier in the program, I don't know whether you were listening or not, but I was talking about the border crisis. And I said, yesterday, in one day alone, at one particular location, Eagle Pass, Texas, 4,000 people violated our border, broke our national law's came into our country illegally. That's what I said, 4,000. I was wrong. And I apologize. It was 10,000. No, no, I was wrong. It was 10,000. One day, 10,000 individuals violated the laws of America broke into our country how how else can you describe it well bob those people are desperate um would that justify somebody breaking into your house well they're hungry and they were desperate and so they broke out a window and came in and robbed you well no uh, no uh, no no is there any difference because these people, and I realize many of them are desperate. I understand that. But they're breaking the law, and they will be stealing what is not theirs. 10,000 yesterday. I was wrong. I I honestly thought it was 4,000. But I just saw the story, and it's uh, more than 10,000 thousand. Wow. Well, but, 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 but let's not forget, Vice President Kamala Harris has been given the job of dealing with this problem. Yeah. Remember that? Do you remember that? Uh, When was the last time Vice President Kamala Harris, who was the point person to deal with the border crisis, when was the last time she even talked about it, discussed it, called a press conference, visited the border, announced a plan? In fact, when was the last time President Biden announced a plan? Uh, And and by the way, uh, I intended to talk about this later. I've got it here. Hang on. Hang on, I gotta go down on my stack of stuff. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Uh I didn't know about this until yesterday. Have you heard of the housing development called Colony Ridge? Well, you should have. It is the fastest growing housing development in all of America. Have you heard of it? Colony Ridge? Well, where is this fastest growing housing development in America? Us north of Houston in Texas? Really? Yeah. A Texas land developer has bought 60 square miles of property north of Houston, Texas. 60 square miles. Yeah. Housing developer. And what is he doing? Well, he is selling plots of land to immigrants. Many, if not most of them, illegal. Well, how's he doing that? Well, his company is actually making the loans. So when you and I go and buy a house or a piece of property, we have to prove who we are. We have to prove our credit worthiness. There's a credit check. We have to provide a Social Security number. Uh, unless you go to a, um, a company that doesn't ask for any of that, and here's, here's what they're doing. They're issuing loans at extremely high interest rates to immigrants, many of them illegal. Who's the, what is this guy's name? William Trey Harris. Uh, Colony Ridge is owned and operated by developer William Trey Harris. It's rapidly expanding, at least in part due to a financing arrangement, that makes it possible for illegal aliens to buy land deep in the heart of Texas, while traditional financing methods require credit ratings and proof of income. Todd Binsman, a National Security Fellow at the Center for Immigration Studies, says, buyers at Colony Ridge are able to circumvent the usual requirements, even dodging the need to provide a Social Security number. Because with a traditional bank loan, you need to be able to show that you have a credit rating and proof of income. Colony Ridge, none of that is required, 60 square miles, houses, tents, shacks, illegal aliens, yeah, deep in the heart of Texas.